good evening, good morning, good night, good morning, good evening, good night, whatever is happening right now. <laughs> Welcome to Views from the Chicks. It is T, and I'm here with... Joey's here. And Quan is here as well. And we have a special guest. So I know you guys heard us in the last episode. We're talking about we're going to level up in 2018, but we leveling up. We keep leveling up. It just keeps getting better. I think 2018 is our year. Mm -hmm. So we have a special guest with us tonight. We have Gabrielle Quating. Did I say it right? (laughs) You got it. (laughs) I hate butchering people's names. I had to make sure I came correct. So yes. I did. Thank yes. you for joining us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So do you have a DJ name? What should we call you? Um, I just go by my full name, Gabrielle Quating. Um, depending on like the venue, they'll throw a DJ in front. I personally don't. I don't mm. want to be bound to it. Although I am a DJ, but I also consider myself just an all-around, like, music selector. I'm trying to get involved in other sort of, like, musical avenues. So Mm. I just, you know, just prefer to go by my name and just keep it at that. I love it. Yes. love it. Yeah, I know people have different, like, aliases. Mm -hmm. because AKAs. AKAs, (laughs) because they think, I guess they think it's cool. But, you know, sometimes your own name is cool enough. It speaks for itself. Yeah, Yeah, it's like your own identity. It's your brand. It's your brand. Your name is your brand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it doesn't put you in a box, like right. you were saying. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. Least, so yeah. you don't have to be like, I'm only DJ. You're right. You know? Like, remember, like, Jersey Shore, DJ, whatever the guy's name, Pauly D, or whatever oh, yeah. his oh, name. Yeah. Like, you only know him as DJ Pauly. Like, right. you know, yeah. like, like uh, you got a lot to live up yeah. to when you have, when yeah. you stick that into your name all the time. Because then if you, you want to do something else, people are like, oh, but you're a DJ, so you should just, you know, right. stick to that. Yeah. And I actually know, like, artists who've, like, ha- like sort of had to rebrand themselves. Like, there's an artist, his name is Chet Faker, but now he's going by his full name, oh, Nick yeah. Murphy. Yeah. You guys, now he goes yeah. by, yeah. his name is, like, Chet Faker formally no Nick Murphy formerly known as Chet Faker you Mm. know what I mean wow yeah (laughs) so like I remember when I saw that last year I was kind of like oh okay like Mm -hmm. it's never too late I mean Prince did it 8 million times exactly I know rest in peace rest in peace Diddy goes by whatever he he feels like at the time he's like call me this and no more this I'm like alright Snoop Dogg remember when he did Snoop Line for a hot shot one of those things no one ever talks about no. <laughs> no. no, that was his like Jamaican. What is he now? Just Snoop? I don't even know. Hmm. I think I hear I'm people calling sure. him Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, Snoop Dogg. Okay. I think it is. Yeah, I think, I think that's what that. mainstream knows him as. Yeah, he has that show with like Martha Martha Stewart, and oh, I, think, yeah. I think he goes by Snoop Snoop. <laughs> yeah. Lyon, no. Oh, I don't watch that show. I've always seen remember. Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. I've never, okay. yeah. I don't I remember I think he buried the lion. Okay, like, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, if I'm listening to any reggae or anything, yeah. and I see Snoop Lion, I'm like, mm, yeah. you're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. But we wanted to have you on the show because we are three women, and our focus is music, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we are giving the female... I don't like the word female. We're giving oh, no. Me. I don't like. Yeah. I, I, know, you I feel like so degrading when I say female. female. I mean, it doesn't come. It doesn't giving like slide the woman, off. The woman's perspective, just because you know the music music industry or music what have you is very male dominated, and I feel like our voices yeah. kind of get lost and muddled in the whole grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. So, or the woman is the sidekick. Right. Right. Exactly. right. She doesn't have the voice. She's just there exactly mm-hmm. as the sidekick mm-hmm. yeah. to whatever the larger conversation mm-hmm. is. So. I, and I hate when dudes be like female. Females, like yeah, the bronze, yeah. Like female yeah. dog, female, female puppy, female, yeah, female. Right. I mean, it's a, it 
defines a sex, yeah. but like, she's a woman. Exactly. But yeah, so with that being said, so how did you embark on this male dominated field to make your mark as yeah. a woman? Tell us a little um, bit about that. Yeah, so I'd say I definitely took it seriously in college. I mean, since probably I had my first desktop in grade school it must have been middle school when I began like burning CDs Mm -hmm. so I'd always make like little mixtapes and playlists for friends Mm -hmm. like I just gift them just like you know if I thought of like 12 songs like oh that's so this friend or so that friend and you know personalize it and yeah so then (laughs) that's a great gift right yeah Yeah, somebody like like, made me a CD and like this is for you and yeah, it's like, it's fit for that person. Yeah. Oh, for sure, and exactly. Like I love doing that. And actually, even before that, I remember I used to do it with cassettes. Like back in the Walkman mm. days, mm. I would record whatever I liked on a radio and basically make my own. Like, yep. You know, cassettes. So, so yeah. So taking it even back, but yeah. So <laughs> what y'all know about that? Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back to speed, and then you know cut to like you know mp3 downloads so i remember especially in college i would have like music dates with friends we go to the library and i just give them a ton of like my music mm-hmm. um i just like share you know yeah. so you um, were like essentially the plug yeah i i guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm music. gonna say oh yeah of course <laughs> no, i guess <laughs> The, the the music plug the yeah music plug. Mm. I was I just can, really into it. yeah <laughs> yeah Joey Joey's we call Joey the A and R music okay. whisperer I have a good ear I'll say yeah so, yeah yes. I feel that yeah so yeah she, she puts us on like we all met in college mm-hmm. so in college she was we call her the music whisperer so she kind of like knows everyone's yeah. individual taste she mm-hmm. would pinpoint she was like oh these people are dope watch in like six months watch what's gonna happen and then we would go see them in concert and then literally they like blow, be blown blow up, up. Yeah. on MTV and then yeah. I'm like yeah she called it she yeah. she knew. start managing some artists then yeah. I told her right you gonna be the A&R yeah she's the A&R so she handles that. Yes. That's cool. So you, I guess, so you started like oh, in yeah. high school and then mm-hmm. what into transpired college. into college. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I would have music dates and then I was on the college radio show. Oh, nice. Um, nice. So you know a little bit something about it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to a little studio <laughs> work my way around. But yeah, you know, I had a radio show. I'm from sophomore year and by senior year, I was hosting with two my like closest friends Um and I think it was that senior year I like gifted myself like I bought my first DJ controller mm-hmm. was teaching myself over Christmas break then I came back like second semester like ready like nice. you know going to house parties I would like travel with it like my friends I remember like we'd like just see me holding it and my mm-hmm. computer in my other arm Wow. and yeah we just like hustle right yeah, yeah. we just go to house parties and just we just play and I'd have my iPod on me sometimes like mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember sometimes like there'd be parties where I'm like oh man no one's feeling music I'm like I'm gonna just play plug my iPod real quick like I got a playlist already yeah Yeah, exactly so I was like who's phone (laughs) yeah I was like that person (laughs) so yeah and then the rest was history but then I took a like kind of hiatus Mm post-college like moved to London for a bit and then I came back um and then I was like tried other like creative stuff and I was like you know what I need to return to DJing like I just missed music yeah just yeah did your travel in london did the scene out there like influence your decision to get back into djing was there something there that like sparked it within you like okay when i get back to the states this is what i'm going to do this is what i'm going to pursue um i wouldn't say necessarily admittedly i think i was told told like sometimes indirectly you Mm -hmm. know having like 
Ghanaian West African parents. Like, it was kind of like, it could be a hobby, you know, not necessarily something I think that I'm, like, going to pursue. You know, I was actually on track to become a doctor. Like, I was going to, like, study medicine. Then I, like, switched gears in the middle of college and then focused on English literature. And I think that was just my way of just, like, stepping out of, you know, being bound to, like, medicine. And I knew I wanted to do something creative. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll just, you know do music journalism or something, but I knew I actually, I really wanted to be in it. So yeah. I, I just, I couldn't say there was like an actual defining moment, mm-hmm. but it was like gradually, I think I was just like shedding whatever mm-hmm. layers. Going, I had you were to, going through a journey. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I feel like when something's for you, it just kind of, it kind of haunts you, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it yeah. It just keeps coming yeah. back and you kind of can't get rid of it. And then you kind of like, you know what? You have that moment with yourself mm-hmm. and you're saying, you exactly. know what? This maybe this is what my path is because mm-hmm. it just always things that lead you back to it. Always. Oh, yeah. absolutely! Not yeah. to mention, I'd go to like you know parties or bars or clubs, and there'd be an awesome DJ, and I'd just be mesmerized by mm. the DJ. Just like wow, like I love the way you just captivated the room and mm. my attention, and I'm just like here for it. And I'm like, I want to be that person, mm. and I'm like a shy person naturally, so mm. like I love that like I can kind of hide behind the music, let it do the talking, you know, and. Yeah, so I feel like it was also just very natural for me. Wow, I love that. I love that, too. In your opinion, what do you think is, like, the difference between, like, the London music scene and maybe coming back to New York and seeing, you know, the music scene here or just any sort of differences that you see? Um, hmm. Even, like, party-wise, like, do people party differently? Do they want to hear different things at a party? Oh, yeah, I mean, I can speak for at least the time that I was living there. Mm -hmm. Um, I can also include, I also studied in Paris, too, so so I'd even say... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even, like, (laughs) like, for real, because I'm, like, I just went back to... Oh, my God, speaking! Lie off the country! No, because I'm just thinking about just my time in Europe in general, and I remember... I've always been really into, like, I've had a, an eclectic taste, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I grew up, you know, in New York, grew up in the Bronx. I grew up on hip-hop BX, and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, you know? So, like, <laughs> you know, I grew up with, you know, two, early 2000s hip-hop and R&B, mm-hmm. but I was also, like, really into pop. I was also, I was really into rock, like, mm-hmm. even metal at one point, yeah. you know what I mean? Nice. And I grew up, you know, I, family's from Ghana, so I grew up with, you know, Ghanaian high life, Nigerian you know, high life and Afro beats and whatnot. Oh so, how do you feel about Afro beats? Oh, making... I'll get on that. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 ask about yes. that. I, I got sentiments about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. um, yeah. So I'd say like you know, and sadly enough, even like growing up, especially growing up uptown, like because I was into like uh, had such an eclectic range. You know, sometimes I'd be called like a white girl for what I liked yeah. and like how I spoke and whatnot. Yeah. I'm like, Why yeah. you listen to that? Yeah, you know like what that. I mean. Yeah. Like I was really into Hillary Duff's first album. Me you know too. what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That was so oh, good. Yeah, it was it like was. heavy rotation on Disney Channel. Like it was right. all the time. They always played our music videos. Bye, right, yeah. but at the same time, you know, <laughs> literally, you know. But I think that's why I always have my music on shuffle in the same like breath. Then the next song could be like. I don't know, ring my bell if I need a word. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so I think, um, I'm like, dang, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So returning <laughs> to your question, yeah. So when I was in Paris and London, I just loved that it was like, it was like different, you know. This was in 2010, I think, or 11 when I was in Paris. So I remember disco, like new disco was really um, big and like indie rock and all of that. So it was really cool going to parties and just hearing that, you know, like Mm -hmm. I wasn't just hearing like another 
Neptune's produced track or something, you know what I mean? Like, I love Pharrell, don't get me wrong, but, like, it was just great. Just, like, I'm shazamming different music, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And hearing, like, French pop, French disco, and same in the UK, like, um, British, like, deep house and garage. And I love that. Like, I love house music, Mm -hmm. you know? Love funk, disco, and all of that. So it was really great hearing their Mm subgenres, you know? And I'm sure their influence on that side because there's so many different culture, cultures and so many oh, different... Definitely. It's the diversity over there. Maybe... I don't know how diverse it is, like, separately, but there's a lot of influence on that side versus the States. It's just kind of, like, everything. You got the yeah. South. You got the... You know, New York yeah. is very different from Kentucky, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. generally speaking, it's kind of, like, similar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that They're, they're very oh, accepting of more cultures mm-hmm. there. Oh, it's yeah. kind of like a melting pot. Mm-hmm. New York is a melting pot of the U.S., mm-hmm. but it's not like that. It doesn't represent the every the country. You have people who have never seen a black person before. Like, what? Oh, for Besides sure. television. Yeah. So. Yeah. Happens. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. I know. I love mm-hmm. how in Europe, everybody's friends are like, it's a rainbow. Mm-hmm. Even like when I go to Toronto, my cousin, he mm-hmm. has European friends, Swedish, like, you name it. Mm-hmm. Indian, like, his range of friends are from various backgrounds. Yeah. He's like, you know, it's funny to me because only in America that I see that only black people hang out with black people. And he, like, asked me that question. He's like, do you have friends that are Mm -hmm. outside of your race? And I do have friends, but to say that they're close friends, I can't say that. So there's always this kind of stigma here to develop that relationship because Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some underlying tension. There's things that we can't relate on. Right. That, yeah. mm-hmm. because I feel like those relationships tend to be surface-based. We right. can never go deeper because of a lot of things that has transpired. That's yeah. how I feel, yeah. personally, yeah. from interactions I've had. And that's yeah. also in this country. But even, like, even in high school, a lot of times music would bring people together. Yeah. Yes. Like, I remember me and one of my really good friends who's, um, her family's Puerto Rican. We had a very heavy Jesse McCartney phase. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, you know, <laughs> like, you may look at us and think that, you know, one second we're listening to, like, Biggie or something. And then, like, Jesse McCartney comes on and we're singing at the top of our lungs. You know, it's sometimes music will bring people, people. in a space mm-hmm. where... People will start to relate. Oh, you like that song too? Oh, I like him too. Oh, you listen mm-hmm. to this too? And then people will connect on that. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's how it goes. If you were DJing a party, it's your ideal party, you're DJing and you look up and you see the crowd. Who's in that crowd that you're like, oh my God, someone's in there at the party. Oh. I know I'm DJing. Or the party that you're DJing, okay. you're like, oh, I made it. Hmm. Dang, okay. I'd say a few. Oh, man, honestly, it'd be a really long list. Yeah. Yeah, like, all right, so definitely friends and family, of course, everyone that I love. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's, you know, without being said. Um, But I'd say, like, people that I really admire... From like Sade, who never makes appearances I know. anywhere, I know. to like <laughs> she never goes anywhere, but we yeah, love, right, we love her, <laughs> love her. So from Sade to Shaka Khan yes. to Mark Ronson, mm-hmm. one of my favorite producers, um, to some like really like I don't know if it's fair to call them, but like underground kind of like like big disco producers, mm-hmm. like um this guy named Joey um. Negro or Negro, I don't know how he pronounces it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another producer named The Reflex. Um, just like I just love what they do with like existing like disco tracks. 
and like you know these are like you know middle-aged guys i'm not sure how the reflex is actually so my bad if you're listening um, <laughs> but like you know they'll just like the way they'll just flip the songs mm-hmm. and just like extend certain parts you know of like a michael jackson track or a shaka khan track mm-hmm. you know i just love that and when i enter like well, I mean, I've dabbled in producing, but I don't want to, like, really put that out there right now. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I got some stuff yeah. to back it up. But, yeah. like, you know, that's how I'd imagine I'd, like, sort of work mm, a track. Yeah. So, that's just off the top of my head. Yeah. That's a good was, list of yeah. people. Yeah. I want to be at that part. Yeah. 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 I'm like, is that Yeah. Is she dancing? Is she yeah. 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 That would be... Oh, and oh, Diana man. Ross, my bad. Oh, oh yes. That's my girl. Yeah. 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 Already yeah, I know, right? I had to throw in there. to one of your mixes mm-hmm. uh what nighttime feels like oh episode one so yes. Feels like yeah that. so i was listening today at work and very I funky mm-hmm. very funky very very but i feel like i was in a convertible like a drop top down <laughs> i was on the coast of california yeah. riding by the water my hair blowing whether it's out with my natural hair or the weave it's <laughs> and i'm like not giving like two fucks yeah. but i'm just cruising and like i don't know i may have a blood in my i don't know yeah. <laughs> but that's how I felt Sitting on a with beach, your music. Like, yeah. So I think your the way you your arrangement is like amazing mm-hmm. and you, it definitely sets the mood and it sets the tone. I know that you take your mixes very seriously and that you try to um invoke some kind of culture or a learning experience to the listeners. So can you tell us a little bit about that and that process? Um, I think it's just my way of just exposing people to music, whether they like it or not. You know, uh-huh. it's like, mm. I'll have, you know, a very recognizable, like, disco hit. You know, maybe, like, a Rick James song, right? Yes. But like then I'll Rick follow James. it with, like, a Japanese disco song or, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. A, like, for instance, West African, they had a huge disco scene in the 70s. But, mm-hmm. you know, but, like... I didn't know that. Yeah, you know I what I mean? But a lot of people either. don't. Like, they're... Yeah. You know, I'll play a song and I'll be like, oh, this song was actually produced in like Cameroon or like, you know, Senegal or Nigeria. Mm. But like, you know, especially because like a lot of them will still, you know, perform in English, I think probably to make it marketable too at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you hear a slight accent, but if you don't really pay attention, you would have thought like it was produced somewhere in the States, Mm -hmm. you know. So I just love that I can just, you know, weave these sort of like. I guess kind of like rare gems mm-hmm. into my mm-hmm. mixes, and I think it's like they still like like hold well mm-hmm. collectively. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. It, it's reminiscent of um, you know, it reminds me of how people are bringing back that old school old school vibe. Like you have like Gambino with "Awaken My Love," mm-hmm. and brought yes. back that mm-hmm. old school vibe, and then you have like the underground. I'm not sure if you're familiar with like Selection Radio. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, you totally. know how they always yeah. they mm-hmm. always feature like an old school jam, yeah. and I love that because mm-hmm. it's bringing like a old school sound to fresh new faces mm-hmm. and then they have a new appreciation for that like that was really dope what's that sample who's yeah. that guy and they'll go and research that and it's just like yeah. and it's an education like exactly. you said yeah. like oh I never knew this like I never knew this was not the original exactly. song right. yeah. now I know where oh, the original yeah. there's came so many from. songs mm-hmm. I've heard like now and I'm just like oh that's a like I was listening to some Kid Cudi song. I think it was Man on the Moon. And then mm-hmm. I, I heard, I like, the original, song. like, playing mm-hmm. in the background somewhere. And I'm just like, wait, he didn't... That's mm-hmm. not... Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. That actually yeah. happened to me in Ghana a few weeks ago. Like, literally, you know what song? It was, um... More money, more problems. Uh-huh. It just dawned on me that it was sampled by Diana Ross. I'm coming out, yeah. and I was like, yeah. and I was like, I knew that, but I was hearing it, and I was like, wait, I'm hearing oh, Diana Ross. Yeah. I'm not even hearing, yeah, yes. you're not more hearing money, more, more problems yeah. anymore. 
And I feel like, especially as I've, like, delved even deeper into the 60s, 70s, and mm-hmm. 80s, I'm just, like, my ears are even, like, they've sharpened so much. Mm-hmm. Right. I can, I'll, like, just pull it out. Sometimes I won't be able to identify the song's name, mm-hmm. but I'm like, yo, I this know. was yeah. sampled. Yeah. yeah. You know? So you're, so you're like a walking Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal. But that's yeah. the goal, honestly. But I'm always Shazamming. Like, oh, yeah. Actually, like, I'll be at a party, like, just, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, a minute. I'm yeah. like shushing my friends. I'm like, I'm yes. so sorry, but yeah. I just need to catch it. He's about to transition. I can hear yeah. it. I'm about to lose it. Yeah, I'm like, what is it? It was over and then they yeah. switched, right? Yeah, oh, like, it's heartbreaking. Oh, but I mean, and I always tell people, like, I'll go up to DJs because I'm like, I don't mind if you come up and ask me. Because, like, to me, what, it's a compliment, yeah. you know? Like, you're not coming up and asking me to switch my whole vibe. Then a lot of times people are like, are you going to play Trap soon? I'm like, sorry. Like, I'm. I was going to ask you. Yeah. I wrote that down. I wrote that down. Yeah. I put yeah. asking, <laughs> requesting a song from the DJ, yay or nay. Okay. And so, when is it appropriate, I guess? I think I'd say it's complicated, right? It's okay. a bit complex. Okay, explain. All Let's right, see. because if you're, lis- if you're clearly listening and you have a request that fits the vibe, mm-hmm. then I appreciate it because I'm like, oh, this is someone who's clearly listening. Like mm-hmm. someone that, you know, last Saturday was like, hey, do you have this like random 70s song? I forgot what it was. And I was like, oh, no. But in my head, I was like, oh, no. But I was like, great track. I was spinning vinyl. So I was like, oh, I don't have that on mm-hmm. me. But yeah. like, cool request. And then other times I'll get a request like, oh, can you play? I don't know. What did I get? I'm trying to think of one of my more outlandish requests. And I was like, absolutely not. You know? And also the delivery. Some people, you know, will say it as if, like, it's, like, they're demanding. Or yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, we, we're not yeah, violent, but you or, switch the music. Yeah. yeah. Or as if it's, like, owed to them because they're, you know, in the audience. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. There's a patron in this venue. And I'm just like... No, that's not how it works. Yeah. You didn't book me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do, you, do you get free will? Because I always tiptoe around mm-hmm. that. Like, if I'm booking you to be the DJ, because I've been to, like, weddings where people are upset that the DJ did not go the way they wanted. But you look at the crowd and everyone's having a great right. time. But the person who booked you yeah. is upset. But, like, who do you... Yeah, how do you how handle do you, that? Well, when it comes to being booked for personal events, <clears throat> I... I try to be as transparent in the beginning as possible and try to, like, you know, like, I'm very inquisitive. I ask a ton of questions mm-hmm. and, like, because I don't ever want to disappoint my clients. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of like, what vibe do you want? If this is what you want, I can accommodate. So maybe I'm not the right person for you. Right. I've, tur- I've turned down, you know, mm. requests. I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, you want, like, I don't know, more 90s r and I'm like, cool, but I don't really play that. Like, yeah. and I won't feel comfortable, right. like, you know, having you book me because I really want you to have mm-hmm. the best experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then also, like, you know, you're in a very creative field. So creativity comes from within. That's exactly. Like your mm-hmm. gift. exactly. So to have that altered, it's very hard to try to fit a different fit mold in, than yeah. your own. Oh, so. yeah. And, and believe me, like, I mean, like on my computer, I have like over like, I don't know, at this point, like 17,000 songs. So like, mm-hmm. I probably have a ton of like three hours worth of like 90s R&B. Right. But like you said, like, I probably would kind of get bored, honestly, like, own solely DJing that that and not being able to like weave in one of like this really funky mix like I mean edit of a song that I found like the other day I'm like so eager to play it but I won't be able to you Mm -hmm. know what I mean I mean DJing is being like a creative right you can never put I think we're all creatives. Yeah. You can't put creatives in a box. You can't. Yeah. Oh, you no. have to give them their free will to express themselves. Mm-hmm. And if your job is to is that expression, you got to let that person kind of do their thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's very um, 
well, it's very, I guess, self-aware of you to know that, hey, I might not be right. the best DJ that you're looking for, you know, so yeah, let me, you know, let me just tell you right now up front that that may not yeah. work, but, you know, yeah. you oh, can totally. find someone else. Yeah. Like, I'm not just going to take your money and then, like, yeah. you know, have what you want. ungruntled, <laughs> satisfied, yeah. ungruntled, yeah. satisfied. Yeah. Not every DJ is for everybody. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It's, true. Yeah. it's true. One DJ serves all. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. But a lot of people think they do. It's crazy. You gotta do your research, and you you have to know as someone booking like what field do you want, and then know who you're picking, and make Mm -hmm. sure you have that. Who can give you that? So it's good that you have that beforehand. Um, It's not like doing a favor, like oh let me just you DJ, so you got to do this party. No, 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 I don't fit your taste level in music. I wouldn't be the best person for you. So So what is the difference between um, using vinyl and using like your laptop or digital? Digital. What's the difference? Yeah. Um, Mixing-wise. Besides, like, the setup. Yeah. Or, or which do you, do you prefer, uh, you know, either or? No, I'd say, I'd say definitely when I began spinning um, with vinyl, it made me appreciate the art form of DJing a lot more. Because, mm. admittedly, like, I began digitally and then worked my way sort of, like, to the roots. Because um, I'd already been, like, you know, building my vinyl collection for years now, but... Mm. A lot of it I was buying just for, like, listening purposes, like, personal listening. Yeah. And then I was kind of like, all right, I need to get into it. Especially, like, it's it's had this huge resurgence lately. Especially, mm-hmm. like, you know, with venues booking DJs yep. solely for vinyl. Okay. So I was kind of like, all right, I need to, like, step it up. Yeah. And I love the challenge. So I just, like, invested in, like, a turntable uh-huh. system. And um, just started, like, practicing at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really wasn't until, like, I actually started DJing. That I could hear myself like, oh, okay, like, now I see I have to work on my transition and listening to, like, the beats per minute and et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So I love, I do really appreciate and love the challenge. But lugging, like, over, like, 60 (laughs) records. Oh, man. In New York City. Yeah. Like, with the train. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. Or, like, a USB stick, you know. Maybe, like, a DJ van. Yeah. So. Thank God for Uber, though, because, oh, my God, like, I couldn't imagine, like, dealing with the yellow cabs. Like, the the way they probably did back in the day. Like, there is such a hassle. Yeah. This is true. But, so, going back to the whole, you teaching people, I guess, about different cultures through your music and how uh in like you were saying in japan how i guess we were saying like uh was it pop or not pop disco how disco was like heavily influenced so i saw an article on twitter recently uh, a time magazine article about Mm. china banning hip-hop oh my friend just sent that to me yeah banning the the hip-hop culture from television Mm -hmm. and tattoos Mm -hmm. from television yeah people actors with tattoos yeah so i'm gonna read down run down a list of what they banned. So they put out, a, I guess, basically, a pub, their administration of publicity department put out a list. They said, absolutely no, um, do not use actors whose heart and more morality are not aligned with the party and whose morality is not noble. Absolutely do not use actors who are tasteless, vulgar, and obscene. Absolutely do not use actors whose ideological level is low and have no class. Absolutely do not use actors with stained scandals or problematic material. So, this is a big issue for the rappers in China. Because, you know, hip-hop is, like, the number one genre of music in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. So, how do you ban a culture? And cult- that culture is very huge. Maybe more so in Japan, but it's huge in that whole... Yeah. Well, I people mean, were very you know? upset. Like Very um, upset. 
like the fans who I think it's Weibo, Weibo is their mm-hmm. their version of Twitter, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in China, and people were very upset. Like, how can you just ban? Like, that doesn't whole, make any sense. Like, yeah. you know, the I guess older the older generation who are part of this committee who decides that they're gonna ban are like, well, mm-hmm. they must not know what's actually going on in the culture because, yeah. like, how can you just up and ban or say it's bad and. Yeah, it's really yeah. weird. So, like, how would you feel like, if you were in China right now and you had it? Because they banned it from YouTube as well. So, if, you right. know, YouTube and in China they control the internet. They yeah. control a lot of things. This is them kind of, like, controlling their people by music. I think that's not fair to take that away from them and even the hip-hop culture. Because, you know, who was that? So you think, no, you, so you can think of it. What was this show on MTV? They had, I know like, exactly the, what you're talking about. Um, the The... The Asian crew, they like they're oh, the hip hop Jabberwockies. Yes, like I think America's best, best dance, dance crew. crew. Yeah, and they had a few other crew members on there. There was one one with the um guy. He was deaf, and they were like a really really dope crew mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So how do you feel about that as like a DJ? If you were in China and you had to do like a DJ set, and you know this is currently going on in the environment, like how do you play to yeah. that and try to like work around those parameters? Because those yeah, are things yeah. if you become an international well, DJ. Well, they're banning it on TV. <laughs> on so TV, say, yeah. Somebody wants to broadcast you and they're like, no, 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 no. no, no. We're not going to put you. Yeah, like, like take you down. So, you know, I'm speaking into existence for you. So you're right. going to be an international <laughs> DJ. Yes. You're in China. It's 2018. What are you doing? So when they say hip hop, is it just solely hip hop? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically, like, the rappers, like, there's been a few rappers who are on, like, TV shows, and they will just cut their segment. Yeah. They just won't air. They don't want anyone to depict the hip-hop culture. But it's also it's also what they're, what they're stereotypically viewing hip-hop yeah. culture yeah. to be, yeah. though. Because everything that you just read, I'm just like, what's well, up? Yeah, yeah. Right. All of it. to be honest, would I even be booked? <laughs> I yeah. Know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, would I even be... Because like, even yeah. though, you know, you don't do solely hip-hop, you're... Right, you're... You, you do you're funk right. and disco and all that, someone will just be like, oh, okay, she most likely probably does hip-hop, yeah. so let's cut her set. Not even knowing who you are. Yeah, like, you, I mean, I'd say I don't really, mean? like, I don't really DJ hip-hop, actually, anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, if I do, it might be, like, some old-school, mm-hmm. like, like, hip-hop that yeah. definitely, like, has, like, a lot of, like, maybe jazz, mm-hmm. jazzy, or, like, mm-hmm. soulful, like, right. influences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd say, like, it wouldn't necessarily apply to my set. I could definitely find a way around it and right. still have fun. So how did you feel when your friend sent you that article? Oh, I mean, I was still, it's appalling. I mean, yeah. hip-hop, like, hip-hop, even though, like, the way hip-hop was born, you know, it, it was, like, such a conscious, like, genre of mm-hmm. music, you know? Like, it, I mean, it's, it was, it still is, but I think, it kind of lost its way, personally, I feel yeah. like. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I don't really listen to a lot of, like, contemporary hip-hop mm-hmm. nowadays. Um, so, Yeah, but the I old school is... But it, what, it, what, it was bred out of what was going on as far as, time, like, yeah. po- you know, yeah. politics-wise and oh, what yeah. was going on. with So, yeah, it did come from a place of, like, we have to tell our story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a form of activism. Yeah. 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 So, and I think since it has changed a lot since then, um, I guess people are just not vibing with it. I mean, people do the same here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you play hip-hop and people get upset. Yeah. But not to go so far as to ban to it ban from it. TV. Oh, sure. But, yeah, definitely, um, when we read that article this morning, we were like, oh, what the? 
I mean, I think I'm like currently reading. I don't know if anyone's read on George Orwell's 1984. Yes. Um, I think like I just started it, but I mean, as soon as I saw the article, that was my first thought. Mm-hmm. I was like, What's that about? Oh, it's it's basically. Well, I mean, I guess you, you'd probably be better. I only I just uh, began. <laughs> it's um, it's almost like a sci-fi, but it's basically um set in a like utopian dystopian, really. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. dystopian society, and the government basically controls everything. So books. Like, like there's such a strict hold on um, what you can read, where you can go, how, how you can, can dress, mm-hmm. um, where you work. How you can speak, too. Yeah, how yeah. you can speak, yeah. who you talk to mm-hmm. during the day, who you this can... Is a book? Or it's kind of like Handmaid's book. Tale. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a book. Um, it's, what was it? It was the eight, not the 80s. No. It was way before was that, because 1984... To the author at that time was basically the future. Far future. Yeah, so he was thinking, yeah. oh, <laughs> wow, 1984, yeah. you know, like now when you see a movie and mm-hmm. it's about like, you know, aliens and flying cars mm-hmm. and stuff, that would, yeah, basically gotcha. the same premise. But yeah, yeah very, it's definitely um, in that vein of just like the government controlling, having more, yeah. controlling yeah. everything that you do. So that was my initial thought. I was just like, I think. Choosing hip hop, I think, was a huge like power play because yeah. we know how powerful. You didn't have to say hip hop. Yeah, right. you didn't have but to it say the word. Yeah. It, it really goes to show how powerful, like, like I mean, first of all, how powerful music is. Yep. So you're gonna attack like one of the most popular genres, mm-hmm. like one of the most popular like global, mm-hmm. you know, genres. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, I personally think it was just a huge power play, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, it's not just news in China, it's news everywhere. Yeah. You know? yeah. Everyone's flipping out, I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Twitter was yeah. going crazy yeah. yesterday, yeah. Um, tweeting about it. So, since we're talking about culture, you are Ghanaian. Hey. West <laughs> Africa. So, how do you feel about the whole Afrobeast? I mean, I'm loving it. I feel more kind of connected to the culture and I love going to parties and hearing the different songs. I, I recently went to a Nigerian wedding and the music was everything. I didn't need to hear hip hop. I right. didn't need to hear soca, you know, reggae. Like I was cool. I didn't need to hear no R and B. I had an amazing time just embracing the culture and feeling connected because mm-hmm. I've been exposed thus far. Mm-hmm. But I am not, you know, Ghanaian. I'm not, you know, West African. I'm not from Africa. So how would you describe your feeling towards this new movement? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first and foremost, I love that it's just more or less like placing Africa on the map in a positive light mm-hmm. once again, yes. you know? And I think just really just reconnecting the African diaspora, I feel like for so long, you know, it was like team this, team that, mm-hmm. you know, from like colorism to like, you know, from like nationalities, uh, you know, against one another. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's true. I feel like, you know, especially like, I know, I don't really attend a lot of those parties, but I've been, you know, even like when I was just in Ghana, attending an all-white party, and like you'll hear like a lot of Afrobeats and you hear like a little like reggae and a little like, you know, soca and then this and that. And it's just, you just, I love that connection. But with that being said, I think (laughs) there's a huge disconnection, I think, within the genre, like among the artists in terms of like um, an imbalance with uh, sexes. Mm. You know, I feel like a lot of people don't really pay much attention to it but if you really think about it it's like primarily male dominated that is so you know, true right yeah. and then think about it exactly right yeah. you just hear the song you're feeling it but I remember even when I was in Ghana I was kind of like yo I feel like I haven't heard a female artist or woman artist yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but you know what I mean yeah. a woman artist on the radio like I'll be in a car and I'm just like and I even said it to my sister and, she, and she'll name a few but I'm like you just name three. Like, that's yeah. all you can name. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's so many and there's men. So, and there's so many men, you know? 
And I think, especially like, you know, there's a lot of rah, rah, rah energy, you know, I'm a woman, (laughs) for lack of better words. But, you know, I just think I've just been, you know, embracing my femininity a lot more, especially like, you know, being in this male dominated, Mm -hmm. you know, industry. And I think I'm just a lot more sensitive Mm -hmm. when I notice any imbalance. So I think when I see when I see it in Afrobeats, I just I don't know. I just want to see more female artists. Mm-hmm. You know? You're so right. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't. Yeah, right? there's a there's, few that I know, but it's not a large list. At not all, a large though. list, and and they might have like one or two hits, yeah. but the ones that actually have longevity, or the ones that are or the males that are popular features of male artists. Mm-hmm. So it, like, yeah, gives exactly you that, you know, that boost. Yeah, yeah. you know. So um, now that we have this conversation, I'm gonna be thinking yeah, about I'm it. Right like, now, I'm no gonna way. go look and like yeah. research and ask all my friends. Is there anyone in particular that you would? recommend us listening yeah, to. Yeah, you want to put on the map. Oh, yes. man. I should have called my sister before. <laughs> I'll admit, she's the one that puts me on. Yeah. So. Oh, she does? Oh, yeah, my younger okay. sister, yeah. Okay. She's now the one that puts me song. on. Let's play a song. All right, pick Anybody, a song. Anyone. Because I can listen. Okay, it's called Johnny. Her name is, oh, I'm definitely going to butcher her name. Oh. Yemi Alati. Alati. Okay. Um, she's a Nigerian Afrobeats artist. But this was like a huge song. It's pretty old. I mean, I think about like, Three years? Mm. Two years, 2013. Yeah, oh, that old? I heard okay. this a long time ago, but I yeah. thought it was yeah. reggae. Yeah, I get so confused, like Joey was saying about between soca, reggae, and then Afrobeats. Mm-hmm. Because it's elements, you know, they're all originating from Africa, essentially. And yeah. Just, well, obviously. But, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay, let's yeah. hear so it. So this song is called Johnny. She also has a French version. Ooh. Wait, really? Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Is it her version? Uh, yeah, it's on a, it's on um, Apple. Apple Music. Yeah, it says Johnny French version. So oh, that might interesting. Be cool too. That is interesting. We can check that out later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can put that in one of your yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, where can people find your mixes, your music? Um, on my mix cloud, you can just type in my full name. Gabrielle Quating, K W A R T E N G. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm on Mixcloud. I have a ton of mixes there, and some some radio shows that I've done in the past oh on the lot. Nice. Yeah, so that's, awesome. mm-hmm. that's so cool. What are you yes. planning for your future? Like, where can people find you? Like, you have any events coming up? Anything you're working on? Um, yeah, I'm definitely definitely trying to travel a bit more. Okay. You know. 
So I want to be a little all over the place, you know, not just like domestically, but I do want to like return to Europe and actually DJ. Like I had the opportunity to spend a bit in Paris last year, nice. but I want to spend a bit more time out there or even go to Asia. I mean, mm. maybe not China, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Japan, Japan and Korea, like they're pretty yeah. receptive to like, they're so cool there. Like, and funk. Yeah. yeah. I love the That'd culture. Yeah. That'd be so dope. Do you have yeah. any um, events coming up where you're going to be DJing? Nothing that I've confirmed that I could say aloud yeah. yet. But okay, once you find yeah. out, you yeah. let us know. Yeah. And yeah. we'll yeah. promote yeah. it. So you can put you. it on there. Yeah, yeah but I'm looking forward time. to this year. Yeah, I definitely think even like next month, I'm excited. Like, I just got back from Ghana, so I'm still like, mm-hmm. you know getting acclimated again into this new year but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so you have travel coming up in the 2018 what do we see in the future what does that look like in the future um the ultimate goal well there's never like an ultimate the, yeah goal. it's a so, continuous it's a journey it's what is happening on this journey i'd say i definitely want to you know, steer my DJing into, like, cinema, film, and TV mm-hmm. with music supervision. I can speak that, you know, into yeah. existence for Very everyone possible. here. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you know, it's um, it's something that I've been interested in for a really long time mm-hmm. and just, like, you know, basically providing soundtracks, you know, for cinema. I think that's really cool. And yeah. it's crazy when I was younger or, or even up until recently, it's like you really take that for granted, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that was someone's role. Yep. So... Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we that's when good. we watch Insecure, oh. we're always talking mm-hmm. about like, oh my gosh, yeah. did you hear that song? Mm-hmm. What is that song? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the artist? Yeah. Can you believe they just played so and so on the yeah. show? Like, like, think about it. think about like your favorite show or favorite movie without the score, without the music. Yeah. Right? Is what it anything is it? at all? What is happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's you nothing. Know? I mean, it's something, but it's just you know the music just adds a certain element mm-hmm. to the scenes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, so, absolutely. I think that's dope. Yes, that's dope. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yes, I can see that. Would you like to share your social media handles for yes. people to follow yeah. you and track? I'm the easy. Journey? It's just my full name. Well, maybe not so easy since my last name is pretty complicated. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's everything's just my full name. If you literally just Google my full name, I'm sure things will Everyone come up. Gabrielle Quating. So yeah. it's me on Instagram. Um, and that's really, that's all I really right. use. Yeah. yeah. I don't really tweet. I'm not really crazy. Yeah. Into Simple. Social media. Yeah. Instagram and yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for joining yeah. us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It was a great interview. Yeah. I learned a lot. Me yes. too. Yes. Yes. I'm about to go make the illest Afro beats. I'm about to go do some digging. Yeah. yeah do some around. digging. I've been listening to techno. Oh, like what kind? Um, well, Techno, he's an artist. He does Afro pop. Oh, Techno. Okay, I, I thought you had the genre. I love him. Yeah, I heard, <laughs> I heard like one or two songs and I thought he was I've heard cool. the name. Yeah. Okay, he, has I you a song, the he has a song named B that I've been just like on repeat okay. like the past he's so week. Good. I'm like, I like this. Yeah. Techno, okay. okay. Well, thank you so much yes, for being yes. on the thank show. You. It was a pleasure. I hope every all the listeners out there learned something new. Yes. Are empowered. Maybe you want to become a DJ. <laughs> a woman yeah. DJ. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it has been views for the chicks and we are out. Bye. Peace.